Welcome to season two of the Paper Talk podcast, where we have candid conversations with artists and industry leaders from around the world. Our goal is to share knowledge, connect our community, and elevate the artistry of our craft. Hi, I'm Jesse Chu. Hello, I am Quinn Nguyen, and we are the founders of the Paper Florist Collective. Hi, everybody. We have a serious topic to talk about today. I know a lot of people are being affected by the COVID-19 virus that's going around, and we want to talk about something that we've been seeing a lot of, and this is something that we want to cover, and we're doing a quick publish on this just because it's relevant to us right now, and I believe relevant to most of you that paper flowers and have contracts out with your clients especially right now we're being like in the state of washington all the restaurants most of the stores are closed now and a lot of weddings a lot of events have been canceled how do you go about navigating through this trying time because this is really quite different i think something that a lot of people are bringing up is like what if my client canceled on us and they want mm-hmm. money back yeah do at this point So Jesse, any thoughts on how to navigate your contract, how to save your relationship with your client, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. make it into an ugly mess? Yeah. I think the key takeaway from this whole situation is that nobody, nobody wants this to happen, right? It's out of our control. It's out of our hands. And these cancellations are not, you know, just people changing their minds. Right. It's exactly. They have no other choice, you know, either whether it's because your government or local government is telling them, you know, don't go outside, practice social distancing, or it's to the point where you can't fly to your destination. (laughs) If you have, let's say a destination wedding, you can't fly. So uh, I think that we have to uh, look at this differently from any normal cancellation or normal situation where somebody says to you, I changed my mind. I don't want to hire you anymore. Can I get a refund? It's different. This is a situation where I think, like you were saying, Quinn, we're in this together. So both, I think, parties recognizing that we're in this together, that neither party wants the other party really to come out of this situation worse, really, really in a terrible position. I think that's the key. So Quinn, you were saying how you have actually uh, a couple of Mm -hmm. weddings coming up that are postponed and you've been working with a client working together actually to come to a mutual agreement in terms of trying to figure out how you guys can help Mm -hmm. each other manage, you know, whether it's scheduling, whether it's payments. I think that's a great example. So this is what I've been doing. So I think the first thing you need to do is take the initiative, reach out to your client, let them know that you're aware what's going on. Let them know that you're aware that their event is coming up. Check in on them. Make sure, first of all, that they're okay. They're not dealing with some sort of, you know, health issue being affected by this. Second of all, you want to tell them that you want to work with them. If you need to postpone the wedding, please keep me in loop. Tell them how many X number of days, weeks that you need to prepare your side to get your product in your customer hands. Like, for example, I'm also doing a combination of fresh flowers and paper flowers. Fresh flowers, I mean, there's a deadline. You have to place your order in a certain amount of time so you can get your fresh product in your hands. Then you have to prep them. Paper flowers, on the other hand, I mean, fortunately, what we can do is we can save those flowers for a future event. So we don't have to worry about that. 
but always make sure that you do have your products and, you know, work with your client and figure out the best possible way that you guys can work together to make this happen. Yes, you've already spent money out there. How do you go about saying, I can't really refund you because I've already spent X amount of dollar. And the thing is, yes, paper in reality doesn't cost as much as fresh flowers, but really it's your labor that you're accounting for. And that's, as Jesse has mentioned to me earlier, it's a soft cost that something that you can be flexible with. I mean, if they do end up canceling our wedding, which hopefully they do not, and maybe they'll postpone it until the event is over. I mean, this whole thing is over. Who knows when it's going to be done? I think it is really tough because right now, state of Washington, we're pretty much in quarantine until end of April. All schools in the, across the state is like, you can't come out until April 27th. There's so many different factors. And we need to be able to be flexible to be able to figure out. And the thing is, yes, we do need income to pay our bills still. But how do you go about navigating that? I think that's a heavy issue on my mind, too. I feel very fortunate that the state of Washington also implement small business loans, how you're getting affected by the coronavirus. So think about, look into your government and see if they have any grants, any loans available right now that you can apply for. This might be able to help you ease your expenses during this really trying time. Yeah, I totally agree. The first step is to reach out to all of your clients. One, to make sure they're okay, but to double check to see whether or not um, you guys are on the same page in terms of delivering your products. I mean, I think we're luckier than florists where most of the time we make it and we deliver it and that's it, hands off. But at the same time, I think now that we have this uh, lockdown, essentially, we also have to consider a shift in our timelines. So for example, here, we've got a two week for sure lockdown, probably gonna be longer, um, but that might change your priorities. You have children at home. You're not gonna be able to really make any, yeah, work as much, make any paper flowers. But if you have a deadline that's looming, you need to know from your client, do you need to meet that deadline? Maybe you don't because they're actually postponing it, but they haven't told you. The other thing is when we talk about, yes, the soft class costs, the labor, on the one hand, I think you have to consider, do you want to start making flowers right now? Or do you want to hold off? Because that's precious time that you cannot take back, or you might not be able to take back. Because at the end of the day, you may feel that there's some flexibility in for example, providing a refund to your client who says, you know, I, my wedding can't go on, but I've already paid my full retainer. Is there some way for me to get a refund? Your labor part is probably where you can kind of navigate some sort of negotiation with them. And that's on a personal level. That's totally personal unless, and this is another caveat, you've got a contract that explicitly provides for situations like this. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming most people don't. Yeah. It needs to state explicitly from what I've been reading and understanding. Mm-hmm. Pandemic. You have to have that exact wording. It can't be acts of God. It can't be all these other like unfortunate events that happens. It has to explicitly say that for your contract to be valid. But saying all this, you need to contact your own lawyer. Your lawyer needs to read your contract to make sure that it is applicable in your state, your town, your country. That's the most important thing. That's a tricky one to navigate. So, I mean, assuming if you don't have that stated in your contract, then, I mean, I think the best way about it is having a conversation really with your customer about what's fair and what's not. I mean, they don't want, obviously they don't want you to be out of pocket either. And the reality is, you know, if you've 
already purchased materials for your project, for your commission, and they've paid for it, but you haven't committed to making anything yet, or you ha- maybe you have. That's where you can kind of negotiate, well, you know, what's fair, what's not, what's fair for you. You've already paid for materials that you might not use for any other commission. On the other hand, maybe, oh, they told you early enough, you know, that you haven't made any flowers or you have made some, but not too many. Maybe that's where you can consider the refund, you know, not the full amount, maybe partial. But I think there has to be a discussion and it's a relationship, right? You have with your customer. It's not just a business transaction. It's a relationship. It's one where you want to show that you care about their event. You care about what's going to happen in the face of, let's say you can't finish your delivery. That's another issue too. What if you can't? It's not them postponing. It's you. You can't commit to it because your kids are at home. So, I mean, those things, I think, first of all, you have to have that frank discussion with your customer and hopefully you have nourished relationship that is trusting and honest and caring enough for both parties to understand where they stand. And then if you do have it in your contract, it does make it a little bit easier for you and for them to understand, okay, well, these are the rules when I paid. (laughs) These are the rules when I get my refund, when I don't. But like Quinn said, I mean, if you have any questions, you should seek legal advice because this is a unique situation. Most people probably don't have in their contract this type of specific that could be unforeseen circumstance, right? It's a very unique act of God. It's not just a snowstorm. It's a situation that hasn't happened in like generations right? So yeah, definitely seek that legal advice. That said, we do have a few links that we can provide at the bottom of the blog. Go check those out. Don't consider those as legal advice. Just consider it as legal information, but they provide really good insight into what you may want to consider moving forward, or if you want to change your contract now. Some terms that are helpful for you to consider, just some guidance, I would say, that might help everyone feel a little bit more reassured at this time that you know they're okay. Yeah. And don't get angry. Take a deep breath. Think calmly about the situation before we respond back to an angry customer. You need to really be level-headed in the situation and dealing with this you know, situation where it could easily escalate. So just take a moment, breathe, talk to a couple people, understand the situation first before you go out and say, this needs to have XYZ. Yeah. Absolutely. Leave any questions that you might have in the comments below. We'll try to send links to you guys so you guys can get more information. I mean, this is our two cents. We have our own businesses. We're we're also trying to address the same issues as you guys are in our own way. (laughs) And every situation is unique, but hopefully we've given you guys some, some guidance, I would say, or some examples of what we're doing. They might not be necessarily the correct ones for you for a specific circumstance, but hopefully it'll give you some ideas of how to kind of navigate the situation that we're all in right now. Yeah. Jesse, I hope you're staying safe with you and your family. <laughs> we're trying. I mean, social isolation with adults is difficult enough with kids. It's just their natural desire to connect with other kids, you know, and like you can't have them cooped up for a They just have so much energy. So I'm thankful I only have one right now. My other one is too little to know what's going on. But I mean, I can just imagine if you have a bunch of kids, it'd be a little bit tough. Yeah. But you too, stay safe. I mean, until April lockdown. Oh, wow. That's already that's all like they have already said that that's yeah that's pretty serious i know most of the restaurants here are closed already Mm. our economy has been affected so much oh for sure we can get out of this Mm -hmm. there's always a bright side it always goes back up 
you know, it just depends on how long it takes. And I think as we do our duty of social distancing, I think that will help a lot. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone take care. And if you need some company, hop onto Facebook. There's a community out there to jump on some conversation. I know a lot of people are meeting each other on Zoom or FaceTime, just chatting and making flowers together. Mm -hmm. So, Let's make some mix paper flowers, people. Yeah, keep Point making them. beautiful flowers. Yeah. Because <laughs> who knows? You might be able to sell them after all this is over. <laughs> Stock up now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, have a wonderful day. Stay safe and be well, everybody. Yeah. Bye. So we have a little bonus for you guys. I know everyone's cooped up in their home right now. And we want to give a tip to all the parents or even adults that have never done a paper flower before. We want to give you some ideas, things you can do with your kids or your spouse or anybody just to change things up a little bit. And so I have Kate here from the Cobra Lily and Jesse, of course. And we wanted <laughs> to give out some really fun ideas on what you can do to pass some time and do something different. So I think I love the idea of making everyone go outside because, you know, you can go outside right now. I think we're all dying to go outside, to be honest. I know, right? (laughs) So crazy. So you have some really great idea, Jesse. Can you like give us some really fun ideas on what people could do? Because you have two toddlers now. And so do Kate. Well, I have a three, three and a half year old and then a newborn. The newborn just sits there. But my three and a half year old, it takes a, it, sometimes it takes a lot to get him preoccupied. Sometimes it doesn't. He actually loves craft time. And what I do with, actually, I, I do do crafts with him. And what I find is, I mean, all he cares about is something to have in his hands. It doesn't have to be pretty. He tears up things like tissue papers, flyers, that sort of thing. And then we dab glue all over a piece of paper in a, a shape, like an apple or a flower. And he just like slaps it on, slaps on these little small pieces and creates his own little thing. And he's happy. And I can get him preoccupied with this for like a good 15, 20 minutes because he'll go sheet after sheet and create whatever he wants. So, I mean, to kind of get him interested in what I'm doing because he naturally is, obviously he's not going to care about crepe paper and I wouldn't want him to play with my expensive Italian crepe paper. Um, (laughs) So normally what we just do is I give him scraps and then he kind of crumbles it up in his hand. And then I've used my leftover pipe cleaners and I've also used leftover stem wire. But I mean, if you don't have stem wire, pipe cleaners work as well. And I just have him on the end of his crumpled piece of art, uh, wrap the pipe cleaner around it and then there's his flower like it's very it's very simple it's not pretty but for him it's like it's it's like like masterpiece for him it's like whoa I'm making flowers like my mom (laughs) and but this is coming from a like the mind of a three year old three and a half year old they (laughs) just want I think to touch it's a tactile thing it's just like oh I know I created something so Mm -hmm. I mean that's that age group but you know the other thing Kate you know, we were just talking about it with Kate is, you know, what if you don't have pipe cleaners? And Kate was like, well, why don't we go outside? So Kate, what do you think? Yes. Um, I was thinking that it would be fun to go outside and grab some branches and you could use them as, you know, a, a stem for a flower. You could paint it green so that it really just looked like a stem or 
since it's springtime, it might be fun to gather some branches and you wouldn't even have to put blossoms all over them. Like even just putting like a little leaf here and a little blossom there, you know, you could hot glue it on. You could have something simple like Jesse's talking about, except maybe smaller where it's just like a little cluster of, of pink or white blossoms. And I think it would, you know, here and there, it would look really beautiful and you could fill it out more and more, you know, as the days pass and have a really gorgeous display. Also, the other thing I was thinking is it would be fun to mix flowers, paper flowers with like natural elements. So if you're gathering, you know, not obviously in like protected areas, but if you're gathering pine cones or seed pods, stuff like that, just to mix sort of like the natural in with the craft. I think that'd be fantastic. Like getting the kids outside and doing kind of like a scavenger hunt or just inspiring them to touch and feel and be with nature. Because now that we're cooped up all the time, especially kids this generation where it's always screen time, having them just interact with nature in that way and bring it back home and know that they can do different things with it. I think, I mean, that's another learning experience as well. I love the idea of doing a scavenger hunt, giving them a short list that you know that is around your house or in your garden or just in a close proximity area where you can keep an eye on them. So don't, they don't have to go too far to find all the items on your list. Just having them like have a goal, I think that will help them find things a little bit easier. Yeah, well, and another thing is, I mean, I don't know if you guys are in the same position, but I have kind of old phones drifting around the house and you could give one of them to your kids and they could do a, a, like a camera, a pictorial scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. So you can find the cool mushroom without having to gather it. And yes. then you can share it on Instagram or email it to your grandparents. Or, you know. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so proud of it. <laughs> well, with like friends because, you know, your other friends will have something like this too. Yeah. And they can tag teams like, okay, we're going to find this. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. you really can't meet up with people, but you can do a lot of like Zoom chat, FaceTime. Yeah. There's so many ways. And I love that Zoom is now offering free services. So if you sign up for Zoom, you can easily chat in a group. You can use your phone. You can use your iPad. You can mm-hmm. use a smart tablet. You mm-hmm. can use a laptop. Yeah. There's so many ways to reach out to people now and see people's faces. Yeah. I think that's the really important thing right now is how do you interact when you can't really touch people? I think that's a great idea for on a personal level with a three-year-old actually I mean a scavenger hunt I guess you could just ask them you know find something that looks like a man or find something that looks like a turtle and I think you'll be amazed by what they see yeah. you know probably what you don't see they'll yeah. see something that you don't see and then you take it home and honestly they could be occupied by it but you know it could be their new pet turtle kind of oh thing. you know what something my sister my little sister did was they actually did a fairy garden so they Aww. miniaturized everything and they made a little home for a fairy Aww. that occupied them for a very long time and what you could do is you can sneak in overnight and just add little things or move things around so it looks like someone's actually in the little fairy home so I think that would be so sweet for like oh let's check out the next day so you can really carry this out in a very long time and gather acorns to have like little meals and I think that would be really fun and if you guys have other great ideas please comment and share it with this group because I know other people are looking for great ideas too thank you Kate for so much for your input we really appreciate everything that you do yeah I'm so glad Oh, you're here. Thanks yeah. for having me. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much.